today on the Prevailing Marriage Podcast. Fellas, 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 all of the husbands, come on, y'all know the routine. I got something for you. So wives, you know what to do. Go call them in, sit down by your boo-boo, and uh, let them hear this. Fellas, text your homeboys, tell them to check out this episode, something that's going to keep us sharp as a tack. Iron sharp as iron. Question for you, fellas. So your wife, what happens if she, you know, comes in, picks up your ESPN or Sports Illustrated magazine, and she's talking about the men that she see on those pages, how sexy they look, how their abs look, how those quads looking. She always tune into the Olympics, track and field, because she likes to see the men when they put them shorts on and running. Yeah, she watched the football game with you because she compliments the buttocks and those football pants. Or you at a restaurant and she says to you, that's the type of waiter I need to serve me day and night. How would that make you feel as a man, as the husband? Let's get into this today, talking about a spirit of unfaithfulness. The Prevailing Marriage Podcast with Will and Sophina Marshall provides insight and knowledge through real and relevant discussions, helping married couples to overcome and prevail by doing it God's way. Subscribe now to the podcast and stay current on the latest episodes, and be sure to leave a review. If you are enjoying the show and would like to partner with the Marshalls and financially support helping to strengthen marriages, please go to the prevailingmarriagepodcast.com. Okay, okay, husbands, what's going on? So we got this today. We're going to talk about a spirit of unfaithfulness, a spirit of unfaithfulness. Obviously, unfaithful is simply saying that uh, you're not being loyal. You're not being committed uh, to just one person. You know, um, you're doing things that you should not do that can uh, be detrimental and um ending you know it causes things to end with your marriage that's an unfaithful person a person that's not loyal a person that's not committed um to their marriage to their vows to the promises you're not committed to it so this spirit of unfaithfulness is something that we're going to talk about and you'll understand it as we progress through what i have for you today but it's very uh important that you listen to this because um this is an arena, an area where the devil is trying to uh, wreak havoc in our marriages uh, through us as the men. You say, wait a minute. Now, you asked us the question starting out. Yes, I did. And we're going to get into that and you'll see how how it like reciprocates when you, you understand it in just a moment as we get into this. So nonetheless, if I was to go back in time, you know, growing up, there were times as fellas, you know, we see a young lady that we thought was cute, fine, sexy, whatever. And, you know, we would whistle at her, you know, y'all how we used to do that. You know, we'll, we'll whistle at him or whatever, a hiss at him. Say, hey, what's going on? We'll try to say something, say something to him. You know, even see young kids do that today. You know, that's what we did to the young girls when we were younger in our mind. You see young teenagers and, you know, young adults do that thing now. But that's not good. It's inexcusable. Watch this for a married man to do. So if you are a married man, you should only be hissing and whistling at your own wife. So it's inexcusable if we're doing this outside of our wife to some other woman. Now watch this. Remember, adultery is not only a physical act. It's not just a physical act. You go out and you sleep with somebody sexually. You know, you're having sex with another person outside of your marriage. Adultery is not just a physical act. 
It's actually an attitude. It's actually a behavior as well. Uh, remember, attitude is designed to be expressed. When they say you have a bad attitude, they're saying your behavior is bad. Okay, so they see your behavior through your attitude. Okay, so that behavior comes out because you're wearing this bad attitude because the attitude is designed to be expressed. Sooner or later, that attitude is going to come out in your behavior. So <clears throat> adultery is not only a physical act it's an attitude that will sooner or later be expressed uh in your behavior you can hide an attitude you can act like you like somebody that you don't really care for and sooner or later that uh attitude that you got towards them the true attitude you got will come out in your behavior now the way you shape this attitude watch this is the bible says the man thinketh in his heart the way you think comes from what you believe you carry out what you believe in your thought process, okay? Because remember, a, a your belief system cannot distinguish between reality and fantasy. It cannot distinguish between that. Watch this. Remember Jesus said in Matthew 5 and 28, Jesus said, if a man even looks upon a woman with desire or lust for her in his heart, right, in his heart, He's already committed adultery. It's the same as adultery because it's down in your heart. So, so, so watch this. So that means that if you are desiring to have her, he's saying you're looking at some other woman and you're desiring to have her, you've already committed adultery. Now you didn't touch that woman. You didn't put your hands on that woman. You didn't sleep with that woman, but yet he said you committed adultery. Well, how is this so? Well, because the belief system cannot distinguish between reality and fantasy. This is why people have nightmares and they wake up in their sleep from their sleep and, and, and they're sweating. They have perspired. They have a high heart rate. The blood pressure is up and they're in a panic with wide eyes because uh, they thought that this actually happened so that while they were dreaming, their belief system could not distinguish if it was a fantasy dream or reality. So they had this dream. Now I got to go to this. This is podcast. We're adults here. Okay. We're adults here. We've heard this term. What about wet dreams? Yeah. Wet dreams. Yeah. You know what that, that is, right? So well, why, why this, the girl wasn't in the bed with you. She wasn't there. She didn't sleep with you. She didn't touch you. She wasn't even there. It was a figment of your imagination. She was not there with you. So why did your body react? Because your belief system could not distinguish between reality and fantasy. Okay. So that means if you're looking at this woman long enough and you're desiring to have her and you're grabbing on yourself, you know how we do sometimes. Ooh, I bet she fill in the blank. Ooh, boy, I would fill in the blank. Man, I bet you she can fill in the blank. So now we're looking at her through our eyes and it's feeding, feeding back, communicating back to us thoughts that goes into imagination. So now you're in this imagination Now you're in this imagination phase. And remember the belief system cannot distinguish between reality and fantasy. Now, all of a sudden now your belief system thinking, Oh, this is actually happening right now. And now all of a sudden you find yourself hardening. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You find yourself raising up and you're grabbing all on yourself and you're looking and you thinking, and your body is reacting to something that's not even happening. So this is why Jesus said, 
Uh, uh, if you look upon a woman with desire for her, you ain't say she's just beautiful. You're desiring her. You're lusting after her. And it's in your heart, not just your head. It's in your heart. How you know it's in your heart? Because your body reacted, because you believe that it's true. And now, this, you got to be careful here because this is where the enemy tries to maximize on this thought pattern. Because it will become a reality to you because your body is already reacting to the thought, to the desire that you have for somebody you haven't even touched. Are we starting to see this spirit of unfaithfulness? So you haven't touched her, but yet you've been unfaithful to your spouse. Because you're thinking about it. Because it's a wet dream. What about wet vision? You, you wide awake during the course of a daytime and you're envisioning something. Okay. All right. Now, you may have never slept with a woman outside of your marriage, but you still carry a spirit of unfaithfulness. You carry that spirit of unfaithfulness. It's just like a man that has already cheated on his wife one time, two times. All it takes is one time. And now all of a sudden, trust has been broken. And it's hard for her to trust you. It's hard for her to, to, to believe what you're saying right now because that wall of trust has been torn down to there's no bricks left on the wall. You got to start building it back brick by brick. And so when you carry the spirit of unfaithfulness, although you never slept with a woman outside of your marriage, you're doing it the method that Jesus said that you should not do. Okay, you're doing that method and you carry that spirit. Women can pick up on this. Yes, yes, they can. They can pick up on this. They always see your eyes wondering. They always seeing you staring at somebody else. They always seeing you complimenting somebody else. They always seeing you go to the IG models. You know what I'm saying? They always see you uh, 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 looking at somebody else twerking. They always see you talk about this and somebody else, other chick on TV. You compliment other chicks. They, they see that. They, they see that. So they pick up on this. They pick up on it. Yes. That, and it causes them to feel insecure. It causes them to feel insecure. Now, they may never tell you that. They may never say that to you that they're insecure, but it causes them to pick up on that. And so you have to you have to be careful because this is this is where the enemy tries to maximize. OK, so we as men, we must remain faithful in our hearts, not just when our wives are present. OK, we got even when they're absent, but we got to be remain faithful in our heart. OK, so they're present. So now you, you don't you don't want, I ain't talking about somebody walk by you saying, OK, she beautiful. But no, you're, you're desiring this woman. You oh, my God, goodness, mercy. And you're looking and your mind just goes across that street. And boy, your mind begin to thinking that something and you, you go in that place. So listen, we got to watch our heart. We got to guard our heart because out of the heart flows the issues of life. So we've got to begin to protect what's coming into our hearts. How? But through the eye gate, what you're seeing through through what you're saying yourself, man, boy, I, woo, boy, you know what you're saying, fill in the blank. And all that goes right back into what's next, the ear gate. And when it gets into these gates, it's getting into the yard of your mind. And there lies the fantasies. There lies the imagination. There lies the dreams. And there lies the belief system. Because once it gets into that state of imagination and, 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 and uh, dreams and fantasies, now the belief system can't distinguish, is this really happening or is not? So nonetheless, the belief system believes it. It communicates to the body to react to what you believe is true. And it begin and you begin to react that way. Your body begins to move that way. And you finding yourself pursuing somebody outside of your marriage, 
Are you understanding? So we got to watch out for the spirit of unfaithfulness. Okay. Now, um, <laughs> it's very important that we do this because when we don't, the enemy will use uh, this thought pattern to cause destruction, to ca cause you to cause destruction in your own house. That's what he would do. So you must convince your wife that she is the most beautiful girl in the world. You got to you got to convince her she of that. She she is that. I don't care if you're on a cruise ship lined up with everybody on the little pool, uh, uh, the seats they be sitting on out there, the lounge chairs. Listen, you're the baddest thing out here. And you have to convince her that she is if, even if she didn't have a baby or just had a baby. Even if she got stretch marks or no stretch marks, even if she feels uh, not comfortable, you have to make her feel like she is the baddest thing on the planet. That's what we, you got to convince her. That's what we're supposed to do. Okay. That's what we're, we're supposed to do. Now, let me talk to you now about the, the big mistake that we make. It, it's called a blow of death. Okay, that's what I call it—a blow of death. It's not really a blow of death, but I call it that because it could be—it could be death ending. Okay, to your marriage. Okay, so here's here's what I'm talking about—the the blow of death. Okay, so you got to communicate to your wife that she is all that. The problem comes in is when you communicate unfaithfulness to your wife by comparing your wife with other women. Yeah, that's the big mistake we make. That's called the blow of death. That's what I call the blow of death. You need, when you communicate that unfaithfulness to your wife, how to do it by comparing my wife with other women, their anatomy, how they shape compared to how she shaped their behavior, the way she, they behave to the way she behave, their intelligence, the way how intelligent they are compared to how your wife is intelligent, the way they cook compared to how your wife cook. All right. And you, you, you can't compare the, your wife to other women in these areas. Watch this. Especially when you compare your wife to your mama. Yeah, you can't do that, man. You can't do that. Don't do that. That's a big mistake. Do not do that. It's a blow of death to your marriage, okay? It's a blow. You don't want to do that. That communicates unfaithful because if you're comparing her to somebody else and it's negative to her as to what she's doing and they're doing better in cooking, they're doing better in their behavior, they're doing better in their intelligence, in their anatomy, and so forth. Well, that's communicating unfaithful because you're not loyal to your wife. You, that's what that communicates to her. You're not you're not loyal to her. Now, watch this. That's all carried in a spirit of unfaithfulness. But I ain't cheat. But I ain't sleep with her. Yeah, I ain't go over there. But not, look what you're saying. That's still being unfaithful. That's called a spirit of unfaithfulness. OK, you got you got to understand that that's called a spirit of unfaithfulness. And women pick up on it. And that could be some issues in your marriage and you're not realizing what's going on you think what you're doing is innocent and it's not at all it's not at all okay oh no no, no. another no no another no no and, and, and this is what i talked about when i came into this episode so <laughs> when i talked about when, when i first came on now watch another no no is simply this here is to habitually watch that means you always watch other women through different sources, okay? What do you mean by that, okay? Or, you, or in real life, okay? So other sources. You the one looking in the Sports Illustrated swim issue. You the one always on looking at the IG models. You're the one always um, talking about going to the strip club, right? 
Now, I, I go to strip club. This is what some people say. Some brothers say, I go to strip club, but I don't do nothing, man. I just sit back in the corner, you know, and and and, and so forth. You sit back in the corner because you don't feel like paying no money sitting up close. But why are you in there? What's the purpose of you being, being in there? Okay? So the thing about that is, although you think it's harmless, it's not. It's a setup. It is a setup because you're not understanding what Jesus said in Matthew 5, 28. And you don't understand how the devil then is causing you to think it's harmless. I ain't sleeping with him. But yet you'll keep looking at it and you're feeding that belief system. And sooner or later, it begins to become a reality for you because the belief system causes the body to move and react to what you believe. In your heart, you're complimenting how thick she is, how fine she is, her thick lips, her hips, her fingertips, the way she twerks, the way she walks. And because you ain't got enough money, you don't feel like getting no money. You sit back in the back with your little drink, with your little Coke, and we think that's okay, but that's not okay because you sitting right up there and you keep watching it. Now the enemy plays on that. The enemy plays on How does he play on that? Well, he plays on it because now all of a sudden, now you mad. You and your wife ain't done nothing in three days. You mad about it because now she ain't having no sex with you. Y'all upset by something. She's feeling insecure and unfaithful because she's compensating because of the fight that you being unfaithful in the sense of what you think is innocent and harmless and it's not sitting right with her. So her compensation is not is to, is to pull away. And so now the devil fights at you. Look at you. She ain't want to sleep with you. Look at you now. And now get Guess who you saw in Publix? Yes. Guess who you saw walking through Walmart? The pro, the pro twerker. Yeah, you you saw walk right down the aisle. Now I ain't judging. I ain't putting it down. But nonetheless, it's a setup. Now all of a sudden, it don't even have to be a somebody that's cute, fine, and they looking at you. They batting their eye. You know, you communicate without saying a word. You can say it with your face, with your eyes. You can wink. You can smile. You can get out head to the side, tilt, look. You know what I'm talking about. And all of a sudden, the devil's playing on that. You see that? And all of a sudden now your body begins to react because you, you've been setting your feet and yourself this. And now your body is reacting to what you believe that what happened it was happening anyway, although it may be somebody different because you put that in your spirit now and your body believed it. And now it's moving towards it. This is why the Bible says all things are possible to him that believes. What is it that you're believing? It's going to be possible for you. Even if you got a man, make it happen yourself. You're going to go pursue it because that's part of your engineering. And so when you don't understand your engineering, the way God made us, the enemy then functions it for you. By causing you to use your own engineering against your own self. Yes, yes. Now, this is what I said in the beginning. How would you feel if your wife was looking or talking about other men all day to you? Yeah, looking at your magazine, saying to you how fine he is. Yep, mm-hmm. Looking at the game with you and complimenting the guys in their football pants, how, how the pants are fitting them. Wonder how they will look outside of those pants. How would that make you feel as a husband? Think about that. As they say, see lot out a moment. Okay? So what we got to do is in our marriages have what we call sexual purity. Okay? And we have to have restraints outside. Okay? The bedroom. We have to have these restraints even if it comes down to not physically touching somebody, but the fact that we are imagining that can be spiritually unfaithful and you have to watch it. Jesus said it in the Bible. So spiritual unfaithfulness is real. Okay. 
women can sense it and pick up on it. I have to have sexual purity and restraints outside of the bedroom. When I do this, my wife can be free to be responsive to me in the bedroom because I'm not bringing unfaithfulness into that bedroom. Sexual purity is simply saying I am transparent. There is nothing hidden. It's all revealed. Adam and Eve, the Bible says, was naked and unashamed. They were transparent. They knew each other's physical body. They knew all of the scars, all of the wrinkles, all of the extra uh, uh, weight. They, they, they were naked and unashamed. They knew each other's emotional state, mental state. They was able to share and express because it was transparent. That's called sexual purity. They know the thought. They knew each other's uh, fantasies of what they wanted to do or thought about doing. They know each other's past hurts and uh, uh, issues and stuff where they were scarred and emotionally. There was sexual purity. There was purity there. There was transparency there. And this is the way we have to be with our spouses in the bedroom. Okay, fellas. Last thing. There's no threats. No threats. Not the big D word. You don't want to use that word, the big D word, okay? When divorce is on your mind, divorce, okay? The devil wants to uh, 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 take advantage of that word, okay? He wants to make that happen for you. He wants to make that thought. Listen, if you keep it lingering in your mind, okay, it's going to become a belief to you. And you're going to begin to keep saying stuff out of your mouth and it becomes a sex, uh, uh, not a sex, a uh, self-fulfilling prophecy, uh, because you keep confessing, you won't have what you say. It, you keep confessing it. Not only that, but you're believing it. You're believing it. So everything that your wife does that doesn't hit your check marks, your belief system, because you've put that in your head, you put it in there uh, consciously to say that when she acts this way, I, I'm, I'm getting tired of this. I, I want to get out of this, right? So you put that in your mind. So subconsciously, you believe it. When she ain't doing it, it checks out. She ain't acting like a good wife subconsciously because your conscious said this is truth. Truth was she's not doing doing this she's not a good wife so subconscious is your autopilot and it takes over it takes over so you ain't got to consciously see it you just subconsciously know it she ain't doing right she ain't being a good wife belief system say all right time to divorce and the body begins to react that way you begin to turn off from her you begin to reject her you begin to stop affirming her you begin to stop showing love for her you just uh instead of celebrating her you tolerate her and that's what we begin to do. And so the devil maximizes when you begin to talk about that D word. OK, and you don't want to do that. OK, your wife will become insecure if you talk about it, especially if you use it to manipulate or scare her to submit to you. I'm tired. I'm going to divorce you. I want to separate. You cannot use that as a scare tactic to your wife to try and manipulate her to submit, manipulate her to act better, manipulate her to do what you want her to do because she has become uh, dependent on you as a husband you be the source and now you try to use that over her head my brother that is a spirit of unfaithfulness and we should not be doing that now again i'm telling you this so we can sharpen up as husbands and we can know what to look out for my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge well who comes to the 
destroy. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Who? The thief. Well, who's the thief? Well, Satan, the devil, Diablos, whatever you want to call him, he's trying to come in to steal the peace out of your marriage, the joy out of your marriage, the happiness out of your marriage, the love out of your marriage, the, the faithfulness out of your marriage, okay? He's trying to do all this stuff, and he's trying to use us brothers, I know women have their part, but I'm talking about us right now, okay? So let's make sure we good. Our pressure be God, help me to be the best husband I could be for my wife. Help me to understand her. Help me as a husband to love my wife the way that you love her. Show me how to be Holy Spirit, how to be the husband. Teach me how to be the husband that I should be. This is what we got to be saying. We can't change a grown woman, but only God can. So we should pray that the Holy Spirit helps to open her eyes to see what she needs to do. But in the interim, meantime, I got to do what I got to do. So again, my brothers, this is just another iron shoppeth iron prevailing moment that I want to bring to you to help us to be the husbands that God called us to be. And remember, if we do it God's way, we can have 100% success and prevail in our marriage. Until the next time, my brothers, my sisters, y'all be blessed. Have a happy, happy marriage. Enjoy yourself today. This is 25th September here on Saturday. I want y'all to go out and have a good time and uh, make your marriage what your marriage is supposed to be, full of love and joy. God bless you. Until the next time. Peace. I'm out. Join us next week for an all new episode of the Prevailing Marriage Podcast. Step into my life. Our love is always